day two of recording the EP in Philadelphia with Kevin Basco is almost done. We're coming to you live in between halves of the Brooklyn Nets game. <laughs> we thought we'd take a little break to tell you guys how things have been going. Uh, we started today off with uh, a friend of Kevin's, Johnny, coming over and basically being a studio assistant for the day, being an extra pair of ears and, and arms here helping us out. And uh, Kevin here laid down the drums, and uh, they sound fucking dope. Uh, I thought that, honestly, we had pretty great communication. We were talking about earlier uh, that uh, things were working out pretty well in terms of ideas that we both had. I don't know what you think about that. I agree. Yeah, definitely. It was, we, it was a pretty quick process. I mean, we probably started drums um, tracking probably close to one-ish probably finished with three tunes by 4.30ish. So it was pretty quick. Uh, for, you know, an hour a drum, for a, an hour per song is is pretty pretty solid um, amount of time. In terms of being quick, I think it was pretty a pretty uh, perfect amount of time where usually these drum takes we did were, oh, there's my tea. Oh, there's um, the tea. I, I, long day. Um, <laughs> Got some tea to, to chill us out. We did uh, drums, prob- a lot of this, the takes we did within, within four or five takes, I'd say. Um, I, it started to really click. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I was, we were talking about how, you know, you want to, when you're in the studio, you want to prevent, prevent it from becoming a math problem that you're trying to solve. And you want it to let instead be something that you can speak organically with through whatever part you're trying to do. So, you know, basically not overthink it and not uh, stare at something too long where it starts to lose its, you know, your instinct. So I think we definitely achieved that with a lot of these takes and we have a lot of really, uh, really good parts drum-wise that feel like things can be played to them and any mistakes that might appear in its naked drum form would be easily covered up in, a, in like a, 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 what would appear to be a band, a live band setting or just an arranging situation. Yeah, definitely the first song that we started with has a very blues rock vibe classic rock or glam rock and it just uh those drums are so hard hitting and it feels like just a a band jam song i think going into the third one it was a pretty blank slate Mm -hmm. in terms of what we wanted with drums so that was the most interesting experience when it comes to like communicating what we wanted Mm because even though you know I, i wrote it coming into it it was only a guitar and vocal line and i wasn't really sure what drums if any i wanted on there and then we kind of had a breakthrough with the uh this kind of halftime uh break beat we had going on in the second verse and we started filling it out from there that was a really interesting one to to work with because it really was such a blank slate and it could have gone anywhere but we Mm -hmm. didn't want to take it in a direction that didn't feel right yeah, that one uh, could could have gone in a lot of directions where these other two are a little bit more immediate with the the vibe. Um, but I think we yeah, we got in a really good place. Again, you know, a lot of these things that we're playing drums to um, are not things that may make it onto the final. So it's kind of you have to really um, listen almost almost half listen to the performance of the part and instead listen to what the song will be kind of after. So. Uh, some of the guitar vocal stuff that's obviously scratch you know it's almost more I just 
It's about getting the heart of the song and actually trying to lock into that performance. Because again, those performances are, are, are really kind of scratched. So they're, they're playing to a click. So they don't really have something that's grounded in a sense of, um, I don't want to say community, but a grounded in a sense of uh, communal you know, um, heart. To, so I think we really, um, we kind of achieved that, which is not uh, as easy always to get the drums to you know, click with something that's not going to be there later. But now we're going to start adding, well, we've already started adding stuff to the first tune. And uh, it's already coming together. See, I see what I'm saying how quick, I was, t I was telling Parker also, like, earlier in the week that, um, you know, day one, sometimes even day two, stuff doesn't really start to click until we really start to snowball with, with the, the arrangement. But the drums need to be there before that can happen, at least for, for a lot of songs that I work on. So this was no exception. And I think today we... Within, you know, I would say within the last um, hour or so of actual tracking time, the, the, this first kind of bluesy song has gone from like 25% there to like 60, 65% there, maybe 70 in terms of just the amount of uh, weight it has and the amount of the arrangement it, it is kind of worked on. So, you know, that's what I was telling Parker early on is that, you know, it can really... Uh, you know, while the end, end of the first night, you might not have something that sounds like anything at all by, you know, uh, as start, things start to really pick up, they, they kind of can happen pretty fast once th things start moving. So Yeah, it's funny that it is a slow process until it isn't. It's like all yeah. of a sudden it is there in this, this first uh, bluesy rock song. Yeah. It feels like after we added the... Uh, we did like the extra three, guitar, three guitar layers. I think we did three like guitar layers ish bass. And obviously we did the drums earlier. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the heart of the song is there. Maybe tomorrow we'll throw in like some organ stuff. Maybe yeah, uh, some Wurlitzer and some, uh, maybe some eventually some synth stuff. We have the horn friend coming tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to get a trumpet in here, get some other wacky, uh, synth, horn thing that he's got yeah, he's too that'll like be interesting horn. i'm very curious I, i'm excited i asked him to bring some some pretty interesting instruments that i'm curious how they'll how they'll play with some of these tunes but yeah i think it's going to be a good day of um kind of uh he's, he's a phenomenal trumpet player so i think he'll really lend some some really good um really good sounds yeah and we've got to give a shout out to johnny who came yeah. over to help out because not only was he killing it uh helping us with the the tape machine and all the playback but he gave us a pretty great idea because we were talking about adding a fourth song and we weren't really sure what to do we had a bunch of demos we were looking at and we couldn't we, we wanted to wait and this is a, i think something i'll do a lot is we'll we'll get a, a bunch of songs rolling that we feel really strongly about immediate connection to in this case was three and um, we were aiming for three, four songs, and um, we found the three that we're definitely sure about. And then we thought, you know, we uh, at least this is how I like to do it, is I wanted to wait until we really started to see what these evolved into before deciding what the context of the fourth song would be. That way the fourth song would make a more cohesive pick. Um, you know, we're not, we're not uh, doing too many things twice or anything twice, really. We're repeating uh, a vibe, maybe a tempo, uh, you know, a song style. Um, so... Having the three, uh, we, we figured out today, we had Johnny listen with us to, um, to the, the remaining, I think there was like four or five demos. And um, we, we all kind of had an idea with this one demo that we had a different theme. I don't want to maybe go into too much specific about what we decided to change, but um, we, we, he brought up a, a, a band that we could kind of, or an artist that we can kind of um, uh, 
kind of emulate in a sense or just kind of um, use as an inspiration and uh, totally changed what the demo and kind of what maybe we weren't grabbing with the demo at first because maybe the, the vibe of it was different than these ones. But his suggestion was great and I think it really, he ended up playing guitar on it. And um, yeah, I mean, Johnny's one of those guys I've always had um, come in for sessions. He's kind of one of the most often um, collaborators I'll call for any and all types of sessions we have here. And he always like, he always knows exactly what to, um, what to, what to say to, to help motivate and move a session forward in a very positive and yeah, great helpful way. Great energy. Um, really, especially when you're doing drums and you really need that sort of energy and momentum, especially when you're doing drum songs back to back to back, you really need to keep the, keep the energy move, moving. And by that third song, uh, we started listening back to the first tracks, started to get around four or five o'clock at night. And I think there was a moment I realized that the drumming of the first song, which is definitely the most intense, um, and a little bit the most, the most rock feeling, um, you know, it's good that we had, you know, Johnny's momentum with those first couple really helped, um, kind of take advantage of the, the energy we had in the morning and, and get the most out of that with the, with, with those performances. But yeah, it took a little bit to, to, um, to kind of figure out what that fourth song would be, but I think it was worth waiting and figuring out. And yeah. Some great ideas. After he heard it, he suggested, he's like, Oh, this kind of sounds like, like blank. Mm-hmm. And, uh, keep it a secret for now but uh, it was totally different than the original uh feeling of the song and it makes way more sense than what i originally had especially for this project and it's a totally different vibe that yeah yeah, i didn't think but either one of us were really thinking about but it turned out really really well Well, the minute he said he started i could uh, he started to say the words of what we were talking of what his idea was i immediately understood what what like it kind of like that sometimes that's a really you know I'll often be lucky where I'll I'll kind of hear that myself quickly but with this one it just you know like everything it didn't really click with me at first I think some of the um, the way that the demo was put together it had a had a very clear vibe but it's Johnny, kind of pop punky and it just yeah, little, didn't quite fit yeah a little bit a little bit modern in a way that wouldn't really fit with these ones um, and or not I would say modern but modern in a way that a lot of these songs are sounding a little bit post or uh, um, I don't know just just a little older style but um, he mentioned an artist that was of older style that, that I think immediately was kind of part of the missing piece of where what we, that's exactly what we were talking about when day one was was um, you know context with with make to make the album more cohesive kind of figuring out your missing puzzle piece versus your, you know, for your favorite or your favorite let next one, you know, cause that one, you know, a lot of those songs are all great, the, the other demos, but they, they might fit better somewhere else when we're trying to find a specific, you know, tight four to do. Yeah. So that was really most of what we've done today. We're going to lay a little bit more bass down mm-hmm. once I'm done recording this, uh, tomorrow we'll get to recording some, some trumpet and some some synth oh, horn, whatever that's called, that your friend uh, Joe. Yep, Joe. Joe's yep. gonna I'm come over and help us what out. He, uh, what he uh, what he what he brings a, brings a gear wise. I think it's gonna be pretty interesting. Yeah, do some counter. What you call it? Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Yeah, to the metal. Just kind of like synth stuff. Stuff that'll maybe move counter to what we have melodically and um, you know motion we have descending motion with like some of this like that second song stuff that can kind of play around um, 
arrangement wise and make it a little more uh, help fill it out yeah make it a little more dynamic and and uh, yeah i think overall it'll be it'll be we're on we're on great pace i think so far yeah things are really coming together and feels like tomorrow it's going to be on a whole different level like we're yeah. really going to get a good grasp of By how each night, song feels yeah. tomorrow night i think they'll they'll all be in a, a really solid um place where we could at least um uh i don't know we could we will have we'll have a pretty good idea about what they'll need by the end of tomorrow night and that way Thursday can be spent uh, nailing vocals um, getting the, the the remaining tracks and then ideally Thursday night dumping the tracks down from the tape machine dumping the stems to the computer right on well I'm excited for the future the next couple of days thank you guys for listening to this day two recap of my Philly EP that's just what I've been calling it for now until I find a better name but yeah, I've been sitting here with Kevin Basco from Rubber Band Gun, Historic New Jersey is his studio. Give him a follow at KBasco at Historic New Jersey and give me a follow at Parker Whirling or at On That Note Podcast. Thank you guys for joining me once again. I'll see you guys tomorrow.